Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. And that would be me. Welcome to the show, and we've got a special show for you today. I'll tell you that the future of songwriting in America is strong. We've got some uh, youngsters who are, are just doing some amazing things, and we're going to get to talk to them all from Trevecca University today. And uh, so stick around. We're going to introduce you some some amazing uh, young folks here. Um, I want to talk to you about our sponsor first, which is Mark Allen Barnett Songwriter Tours here in Nashville. If you're coming into Nashville and you want to up your game, Mark is the guy to get with. He's been doing it for a lot of years. Uh, he's had a lot of cuts. He's one of the finest performers in town, so he can work not only on your performance and your presentation, but on on the song itself. I mean, he'll go line by line. He'll write with you. He'll get you into to, to writer's rounds here in Nashville, introduce you to lots of neat people here in this town. Uh, you can up your up your game like um, three to five years in, in just one day with Mark Allen Barnett Tours. And you can find him online. It's markallenbarnett.com. Mark is M-A-R-C. Allen is A-L-A-N. And Barnett is N-E-T-T-E at the end. Mark Allen Barnett. Um, Yoda as... as <laughs> as we like to call him, because he's taught us so much uh, over the years and a really neat guy. You can catch him on past podcasts. He's been on the show three times, uh, most recently, just a few weeks ago, uh, where we got under the hood of a song, wrote a song uh, right around this dining room table and told you how we did it. And uh, then we had a little guitar pull. So check out Mark Allen Barnett, if you will. And we thank you so much. If you're listening on YouTube, please like and subscribe. That helps us monetize the podcast and help us spread the word around. It's uh, really good to have over 100,000 streams now in 15 countries. And that's all because of you. So we thank you so much. That's great. Just a couple weeks back on episode 10, um, our uh, our first guest that we're going to introduce you to was on the show with Eve Sellis. We're talking to Kim McLean. Hi, Kim. Welcome back. Hi, Dave. It's really good to be back. It's good to have you here. Yeah. Um, that was an amazing podcast. It was just it was so much fun with you fun. and Eve together. It was. Oh, my. <laughs> did we have a blast? We did. Well, we're going to find out a little bit more about you today. A career songwriter, but a producer. Over 300 song credits, uh, and I'm sure that's probably old by now. <laughs> You've got so many great songs. From, uh, you've written for Tim McGraw, Leanne Womack, uh, some blues greats, um, uh, also gospel songs, Dove Award winner, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you've done it all. Producer, a fantastic producer. And it's Dr. Kim today because uh, yeah. she's she's also <laughs> an educator at Triveca University. Yes. What do you teach there, Kim? I am the director of the songwriting program mm. at Triveca. So you can actually, men, uh, you can major in songwriting and the music business at Triveca University here in Nashville. Yes, and it, it, uh, that's a fairly new program relative to some of the other universities that are teaching. And, and of course, songwriting is emerging. I think songwriting is trending a little bit right now. It you is. That? Everybody's yes. wanting to write. It's great. It's very exciting because it's very healing. Yes. Very healing is. thing to do. But I came to Triveca a number of years ago, it was it was it was a bit of a fluke how I ended up there. I I was never planning to be a professor. I never even knew I would be a doctor. Yeah. But my uh, I had several cuts happening, and the kid my kids were good. We had a home, and and so I had these royalties coming in, and I it had been on my bucket list to get my higher education. Wow. And once I got that ball rolling, it just kept on rolling. You know? now, where did you go to school? Trevecca. At Trevecca? I went to okay. Trevecca, and I was yeah. taking a, a 
some courses with the, the late, great Jim Fogel song. Oh, wow. I know who, the name. Do you remember? I, I remember the name. He Clue us in. He was, he, I think he was famous for passing on Garth Brooks <laughs> <laughs> at Capitol <laughs> Records. And uh, I think it was Liberty Records at the time. And yeah. he, I think he signed, was the first to sign Tanya Tucker. Oh, wow. He was just an industry great. And he was wow. a gentleman's gentleman. And he was the director of the music department at Trevecca when I went there. And I had gone, um, thought I was going to major in English, and I minored in religion. So long stories there. But but Jim said, I know you from the music industry, and you're coming over to the music department. Wow. And so he said, well, you're working on your graduate work, and you have to have a graduate degree to teach at Trevecca. And he said, would you please come and teach songwriting? We've never had an actual songwriter teach. Wow. Songwriting, so I had to figure out how I was doing what I did. Did you, <laughs> I like, did you have to develop the program then? Um, yes, yeah. I did. I developed it really in tandem with Dr. David Deal, but he mm-hmm. gave me. Uh, we we really consulted a lot, and he allowed me to to teach it for a long time. Really develop how to teach the program uh, because I'm aware of how the other programs are taught. There are some great ones around, you know, mm-hmm. with Belmont, Belmont and MTSU yeah. and. Mm-hmm. And Berkeley, and I've, I've right. have a lot of colleagues who teach at those places. Mm-hmm. But uh, I loved the the vibe at Trevecca. It's a smaller campus, but there's something magic about that that little hill. Yeah, and I've had Beautiful the campus. freedom to develop the program in a way that um, we could really focus on uh, both the business side of songwriting, but but first and foremost, songs are born from the heart yeah. and from real life and. And I never felt like I was, I don't really know how other places may teach it, but I know that I was allowed to develop a program that let us teach from the heart and to find the voice of each writer, not not try to fit them into the industry, but to mm-hmm. say, if you go to the, in the, into the music industry with something that's so, be so great they can't ignore you. I love it. Yeah. And we have, you know, there's a real servant leadership uh, um our motto at Trevecca is uh, to be rather to be. than to seem. I saw that. I love and that. Dude. I know. It's just, it's just so powerful and something that I say in my own music career. And I go around, I give talks for Chemically Music at my publishing company and things. And I say, we're not trying to get the world to love what we do. We're loving the world with what we do. Oh. And songwriting is such a gift and such a treasure and a joy. It's so healing. And, and if you pour out from that, um, I'm an avid believer in do what you love and the money will follow. Mm-hmm. But be great at what you do too. Be great, yeah. So we're you know we've got Vince Wilcox over there is teaching business and he's just extraordinary. He's been a recording artist and uh, and great songwriter himself. So you know we've got we've got the real deal going on. But yes, because do. it's a smaller program, we can be real hands on and not. Yeah. And we're very diverse. I mean, my songwriting students, I've, I think I've got pretty much every genre covered. Uh, that's good. <laughs> this semester. And and I love the ones that create their own genres, you know. Oh, I know. Just, I think I think we've got some industry leaders that are going to be on, singing to you in just a little bit. Because oh, that's great. Because you brought some of your home. students today. I did, And yes. that's great. And, yes. And some of these are graduate, uh, going to graduate soon. Some are still studying. Um, yes. And, and, and you have a couple of different classes that, that you teach? I do. I teach, I teach three different uh, uh, songwriters writing intro intermediate mm-hmm. and advanced and if anyone is listening and they would like to come you can audit the class you know nice. there are different ways or you can come and get an associate's degree in songwriting which we've put together since i've been there that's so cool very exciting and uh we've got uh i teach uh, applied music theory i developed a music theory uh course for songwriters wow uh that's good really, to know the theory 
It, it well, it helps because I, I was getting students to come through uh, who couldn't play a chordal instrument, and so then trying to even to co-write without being able to communicate yeah. in that musical language, uh, really developed it for that reason. But it's it's sort of morphing into I don't know. It's every day is a new surprise. It's exciting. <laughs> It sounds exciting. It really is. It, it's great. Yeah. It's really a joy. So tell us about this project right now that you're, you're currently involved in uh, with these students that you brought over today. This was an assignment, right? This yeah. is, a, yes, being on, on your show today is, is another great opportunity. Uh, you know, I've had, I've had a 30-year career as a songwriter, so I just, as my real life as a songwriter goes on, I plug my students into, <laughs> into my world. That's cool. And it's just throwing my, my, my favorite professor in college <laughs> was the same way. He was yeah. the same way. He was an old programmer uh, in Cleveland Radio, and he always got us involved. And so I, I love yeah. the fact that you do that, too. You bring them in. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so important because you don't want to – you can't – I say your career starts now. When you came into this class, your, your songwriting career started. That's right. So, I mean, you know, Taylor Swift became a huge deal at 15. She's, yeah. Amy Grant was another one. So yeah. this project now we did, this is advanced, this is, you're going to be hearing my advanced songwriting class today. Great. And we did a, this was the first time I've tried it. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm constantly trying to improve and improve. But it was one of my favorite semesters ever. And it's just been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we have six students and they were given, uh, we did a role play, a mock contract. So, so two of them had, uh, we, we uh, role play. They have a contract, an exclusive publishing deal, mm-hmm. and they had a song quota. I have to write ten songs for this publishing deal. So in the wow. course of the semester, they've written ten songs. Oh, um, and and uh, two had role play. Uh, got they got a major label record deal. Okay, and had to write songs for their own project. Oh, and then for so we all role played as their A and R people and what be good for the uh-huh. project. And, oh, that's cool. Uh, and it's then, real world stuff. Yeah. Yes, and then two mm-hmm. are on the track of of indie artists and successful, you know, millions of hits on the YouTube. So they're on their way yeah. and had to write the ten song. But they all had a ten song quota. Okay. That they had to meet, and it's, it's so it's project based, sort of a, almost a capstone. And how of, long does that? Do they have to to write ten songs? Most most of fourteen weeks. Fourteen weeks. Okay. It's challenging. Yeah. But you know, if you go into the professional songwriting world, you're writing fourteen you're, songs a month. Well, are. thirty songs a month. It's true. <laughs> so right. So it's, and they don't always accept them. <laughs> we'll pass on. Well, give me another one. Well, I did their <laughs> contracts. The the contracts that I verbally made with them in class, I did the way my contracts were done. Which mm-hmm. there's no first right of refusal. Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> Good. So they all get reversion clause. <laughs> they all get. Means it goes back to them if you can't. get Yes, it and all songs yeah. are accepted because that's good. Because I've never had a first right of refusal yeah. contract. I've well, good. for my songs. I, they just took everything I turned in. Yeah. No, but did, did they put a quota on you when you were uh, in a in you had a publishing yes. deal? Did they tell you you had to write so many songs per year? Yes, and uh-huh. you have to meet that quota. It's, it. it's very easy if you're prolific and you get in mm-hmm. that. I mean, I don't. What else would I do? I write. Yeah, I don't. Right. I, I write when I'm asleep. That's <laughs> right. But my my. Con- I wonder if you ever have a chance to sleep with all the things you do. Oh, I do. You are such a busy person. I, I am busy, but, uh-huh. I, but it's happy. Yeah. Uh, I have always had. Every, I've had six contracts: two, two major, mm-hmm. and three indie. I wrote for a Little Big Town, Sony, EMI. Wow. Um, Big ones. One, one Christian record deal I had, and uh, I've always had a twelve song, twelve song a year. Contract and if you co-write, then it's twenty-four. Right. Two, so a total of twelve. So they have to own twelve songs. So if okay. I wrote with five people, that would divide it more. Yeah, 
Um, but twelve oh my full songs. Oh yeah. yeah, but I was writing a lot more than that. Uh, oh gosh, every yeah. well when you write every day, it's your day job. Yeah. So you'd go into the office every day, or would yes. you write at home? Go in every day. Yes, I yeah. went into an office every day. I, mm-hmm. I like being around the community. And I the, did too. Yeah, I would and too. I, I mm-hmm. treat it like a a, a true profession. I, you know, one, I, now I'm at a point where I'm happy mm-hmm. writing at home, but I love being around that energy and oh, those yeah. co-writers and hearing your song pluggers playing your songs through the wall. I'm no, wondering yeah. if it's Garth Brooks. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's fun. It's been a fun career. Speaking of excitement, these these folks come in today, and they're just full of excitement. And I just can't wait to sit down and talk with them and find out about their career and yeah. where it's going. And I thank you for bringing them over. We're gonna we're gonna do two at a time. Understand? Yes. And we're gonna play some songs as well yes. and talk about what they're doing in their careers. Yes, and the two at the time they're going to be in their category of the track that they chose for the oh, course. So. Okay, yeah. very good. So, so who yeah. are the first two? Do you know? Is is it? <clears throat> Uh, uh, I thought we'd start with our, our two indie artists with okay. Maddie Rose and Miriam Erickson. Oh, they got great stories. And, uh, they, so. Yes. All, uh, no, I sent you the bios. You're going to have a good yeah. time. Yeah. So. Very interesting stuff. You heard them first on Dave's show, everybody. <laughs> on the Songwriter Connection podcast. <laughs> yes. Thanks for tuning in. Well, let me introduce you to our first uh, young artists here on the podcast. We've got Miriam Erickson. Nice to have you here. Hi. Thanks for having us. And Maddie Rose. Hello, it's so good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> from from Trevecca University. Start with you, Miriam. What are you studying? What's your uh, what's your major? Um, I'm a music business major, and then I've got both songwriting and recording technologies minors. That's great. So, what kind of stuff you learn in business? The business. We're currently accounting and microeconomics on just like the very business core, but then for the music business, I get to take classes like artist management and nice. operations of a record label. Oh, cool. um, concert management, so it's very hands-on within the industry once you get through your business course. So. That's so good, and, yeah. and probably so helpful uh, for, you know, there's a lot of these uh, DIY artists today that do everything themselves, so it's good to have that business background in it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. that's that's more what I want to be doing also, so I figured I'm only going to be able to get so far with my music as I know mm. what to do with it once I'm in the real world. That's the thing. What do we do with it, right? Mm. And that's what you're learning. How about you, Maddie? Rose, what are you studying? I'm currently studying worship arts, and then I, of course, have a songwriting minor. Minor in songwriting? Yeah. yeah. Do you like writing songs? Is that a passion? Oh, yeah. Yeah? My heart loves it. <laughs> yeah. How about this project, having to write 10 songs? Was was it tough at times? Maybe sometimes, but it was a really beautiful experience, I think. Yeah? I think the um, having a collection uh-huh. as um, this was my project. This is your project. And these are the songs that can go together. That's so it's awesome. It's been really beautiful. Very cool. Yeah. Miriam, you're from Minneapolis, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and uh, did you come to Nashville just for school, or had you been here before? Uh, yeah, there was a camp, a music camp, actually, that I oh, nice. s- randomly found out about that took place at Trevecca, and so I convinced uh, my best friend at the time to come with me, and I like convinced my parents to let little 14-year-old me fly to oh, Nashville man. with by myself to go to this music camp, and that's how I ended up finding it. A- finding out about Trevecca, which um, when I first got there for camp, I was like, wow, this is a really pretty campus, but I don't think I could go see myself going to school here. And then as soon as I started looking at colleges, I realized that I was comparing every other place that I went to to Trevecca. how I felt at Trevecca. And I was like, oh, maybe I should go back and look there. How about that? <clears throat> yeah. And then it turned out that they had everything that I needed because I knew I didn't really want to just pick one world. And Trevecca was the one place that really offered me the chance to have my hands in deep and everywhere that I wanted them. And are you loving it? Oh, yeah. 
All right. <laughs> You've got a very interesting philosophy about your music. And what is that? Um, I like to write music and my favorite music is ones that you can just fall into. Mm. And so I like um, music that feels like it's their worlds. So like kind of how you feel when you look at a painting that you love where you feel like you could like walk into that world or like when you read a book and you mm. feel like you could fall into that world um, <clears throat> that's what I love with music, and those have been the the songs and the artists that have been my biggest influences. Is when it like picks me up and takes me to a whole different place, and it's I love what that I about music. Oh I yeah, do. yeah, yeah. The other thing you said in reading through your bio, um, a very uh, interesting quote. You said um, your songs are like psychological hugs to those who need to know that they're not alone. I thought that was so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, um, music for me has always been um, that thing that I go back to where, like, the a lot of, like, moments that I just love in life or that I've lived in life have been moments where music has either been at the forefront or at the background of those moments and for my songs to be able to be that for other people mm-hmm. and then also for my songs to meet people in different emotional states, um, whether good or bad, and give people permission to feel what it is they're feeling without having to have that fear. That's really what I want to be able to do for people. I love that. I love that. All the best with that. That's amazing. Um, You've got a Taylor guitar there with a very interesting open tuning. (laughs) And I am just dying to hear uh, one of these songs from that project. Would you play for us? Oh, yes. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about, we like the stories behind the songs, where they came from and how you wrote them. Yes. So the song that I'm going to play uh, today is one that I wrote Um, in the first of Professor McLean's classes that I took. Um, And she had given us an assignment to write a song based off of a painting. Mm. Um, And so she gave us the artist Robert Henry to go look into. And so I was searching through his website um, to wait for a painting that just struck me. Um, Because I write so much from imagery already that I wanted to pick something where, like, I felt like I was the character in the story. So, like... I would know what she's seeing and what she's hearing and what she's feeling and I could write from that and then like create a storyline around it that like felt really real to me. And so I found this um, one painting called Street Corner in Paris and just found myself getting lost in it and then this is the song that came out of that. Right behind me is a Street Corner in Paris. That picture right there in the dining room table. Uh So that's kind of cool. Kind of cool. You've got me right away. We're in the Paris room here with this old uh, Duncan Fife dining room table. Um, My brother lived in in France for a couple years, and those are some of the best vacations. So this just fits this room. It really does. (laughs) It's like I knew. (laughs) So what's this song called? Uh, This song is called Tourist. Tourist. Marian Erickson on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Become mundane laundry and shopping lists. She hurries past the park, but the roses they look gray. She doesn't smell the bed from the cafe. She's sick of the marble terrain, the tourist adventure, but they're just in her way. And everything looks different than it used to But maybe when you're older it's supposed to Musicians playing songs on the streets and 
long conversations over tea. These things used to bring her joy, but now all she feels is nice. Maybe she can learn a thing or two from a tourist. Dancing through the streets, which I like wonder. They've traveled all this way to spend all their money. They notice every stone and every tree. It's all a piece of art that sets them free. What has she forgotten that makes them not want to leave? 'Cause everything looks different than it used to, but maybe when you're older it's supposed to. Musicians playing songs on the streets and long conversations over tea. These things used to bring her joy, but now all she feels is nice. Maybe she can learn a thing or two from a tourist. In the pond to make wishes, she used to see her friends and below them kisses. Jumping puddles after rain, take long breaks, go buy lemonade. She used to take a walk to chase sunsets. The breeze would autograph her forehead. How does she go back to when she saw what Paris could be? Everything looks different than it used to, but maybe when you're older it's supposed to. Musicians playing songs on the streets and long conversations over tea. These things used to bring her joy, but now all she feels is nice. Maybe she can learn a thing or two. Amazing! A little psychological hum, a hug from uh, Miriam uh, Erickson on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Beautiful, and, and I love the sound of that that tuning that you have. That's it's kind of your secret weapon. You said, "Oh, it, I use it all the time." Yeah, and I'll I'll do different positions with it too. So mm-hmm. move it around to different keys, and then there's different ways you can position the other capo. And yeah, I admire that yeah. so much. You look at some of the great songwriters like Stephen Stills and. Um, Joni Mitchell, they were doing, I've seen uh, interviews with uh, Stephen Stills, like I had to think of what tuning I was in before I could play that song. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them were really wild, but it gets you a different feeling, doesn't it? Oh yeah. And it helps me think different melodies too, or like he, I just, it opens up new worlds that otherwise I don't think I would have found. I like to use them, you know, when I, everybody gets a little writer's block every now and then. Sometimes you get, you put a new tuning in there and uh, wow, it opens up a whole new uh, Mm -hmm. idea for you. So. So cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. And yeah. all the best to you. You've Thank got such you. a voice and you're a good player. And uh, I love what you're doing. Studying Appreciate the it. business end. Because it is a business, oh, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Yeah. They say it's not about the money, right? It's about the money. <laughs> Maddie Rose, you're from Midwestern Girl. Where are from? Yeah, I'm from Illinois. Let me turn Illinois. your mic back up. There you go. From where? Sterling, Illinois. Where is that? 
It's um, it's like in Northwest Illinois. Northwest Illinois. Yeah, okay. I've been all around the Midwest. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Grew up in so many different states. Yeah. Wisconsin, Indiana, Illinois. Yeah. Iowa, but um, like I said, I got a I got a Nashville soul. You got a Nashville soul. Yeah. I love that. I'll be here for a while. That's in your bio, <laughs> and you are uh, studying. You've had a couple of. Uh, I've noticed that you've had you had a band and, and a release. Um, I was listening to some of your music today on Spotify. So you're out there. I know. Um, the band called Finding Home? Yeah, I used to be in this band called Finding Home. Um, uh-huh. We're actually a family. It was me and all my siblings. Oh, cool. Um, How many do you have? I have four. Four? Yeah, and all the sister and then three younger. Are they all musicians? Yeah, yeah. all of us are, yeah. Wow. I love Musical them. family? Did you grow up around music? Yeah. Yeah? Me and my siblings all did. Yeah? Oh, uh, yeah. They're my best friends. I love yeah. them. I miss them. Yeah? I bet you do. When but, you get back together, you all yeah, pick up the instruments like, and play and... Yeah, it's like once a band, always a band yeah, kind of thing. I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. So you guys had a, a song that you released called Here I Go, uh, right? And We did, yeah. And then uh, some in uh, 2019, too. Uh, Resound? Resound, yeah. Resound. <laughs> that was our most recent album, yeah. Yeah, well, that's cool. So that's out there on Spotify right now. That's on Spotify right yeah. now. Yeah, you encourage people to listen. Now, tell me about your project and uh, some of the songs you wrote uh, this semester and uh, are you going to play one of your favorites? Yeah, I am. Yeah, what a challenge has this been, huh? It's been a real challenge. It's been, um, it's been really. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's been really freeing, actually. Has it? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a really beautiful experience. I think. Where do your ideas come from? I get um, a lot of my songs are like a stream of conscious kind of thing. Oh, I love that. Where mm-hmm. it like, um, I I kind of feel like the songs are like floating in the air around mm-hmm. me, above me, and they just kind of like. Every once in a while, come through, um, and sometimes they come like ten minutes. Sometimes mm. they gotta float around for a couple weeks, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they always come. That is so cool. And um, wow, yeah. So, well, tell us about this one that you're gonna play for us. I um, when I first got here to Nashville, um, I found that there was a lot of like lines already drawn, and um, a lot of encouragement to stay inside of them. <laughs> and I felt yeah. really strange about that because I've never been that kind of person. No. And so... Um, Coloring outside the lines. And yeah. Yeah, yeah so. outside the lines. That's yeah. right. And so um, I wrote this one about kind of conforming to the lines but not, not being my best in them. Wow. And so, yeah. So that's called, the one you're going to play for us? That's the one I'm going to play. Awesome. Very good. Cannot wait to hear it. This is Maddie Rose, uh, Trevecca University. Song that she wrote for this project. So good to have you here, Manny. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. What is this called? This one is called Give Me Myself Back. All right. If you look at me then and you look at me now. You might find it ain't hard to figure out I've lost a lot of tears, a lot of love, a lot of life In this falling town And if you hold up a picture from five years ago You might see the smile in her eyes We used to grow It's not hard to see marks of a worn soul From a body left in the cold But maybe there's some things I still need to know like what if I hold on, what if I let go, what if I love 
change, but I think I'm the same. What if I lose my last little bit of grace? Oh, is this not supposed to face the little girl I am? Cause let me tell you, I'll rip already your hands. I feel like a ghost in the past. You better give me myself back. off the mask I wear I'm sorry they glued it on when I moved here it's not fair but it's fine cause I guess we all grow up at some time mom just came too soon for me Fantastic. Oh, what a voice. And you played well as, as well. So um, both want to be independent artists. If, let, you, let me ask this question right here. All this, We're going to throw it out to the universe. All the stars lined up. You wake up tomorrow and all the dreams have come true. What would it be, Miriam? Um, what would you be? <clears throat> I, well, I kind of, before the semester, before we kind of got to role play mm-hmm. as 
what we want to be because like this whole semester has kind of been like if the stars align what would you want to be doing has it, been? Oh, wow. it really has been and, and i thought so, i was being unique here <laughs> yeah. no but See, it's that's cool Dr. that you King say that you. yeah because that's yeah. what we've been working towards and i yeah. had kind of because i've been focusing so much on the music and audio and i had kind of for or the business and the audio and i had mm-hmm. kind of forgotten that the reasons that i got into those in the first place were to support my own music and they became loves of themselves but i kind of forgot where my first love in music was mm-hmm. And so I think if all the stars aligned, my day job would be to be making music and to be touring it. And it would be somewhat of still like the the indie writer life because I really don't like being in those boxes. And I'm not sure labels where I want to be. But um, but yeah, something I don't know if anyone knows the artist Phoebe Bridgers, but someone like her who like she has a Oh, yeah, she's amazing. And I love her music. And she's got a really um, awesome following, but she's kind of just gotten to do her own thing, and I really admire that, and I really think I want that for myself. Very good. We're putting it out to the universe. Maddie, you? Yeah, I would, I, I'd go somewhere along the same lines, an yeah. independent artist for sure. Right. Um, singing like folk music, mm-hmm. writing people's stories, playing it live. That's great. Yeah. All the best. Thanks for being on our show. I appreciate yeah. it. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to introduce you to two other great Trevecca University students, okay? Don't go away. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Well, thanks to Dr. Kim McLean, we've got students from Trevecca University who are studying the craft of songwriting and the business of uh, music. And we've got two other wonderful people to introduce you to. We've got Dylan Kelly. Hi, Dylan. Thanks Hello. for being here with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, it's just good to have you. Victoria Riley is yes. here with us too. Hi, Victoria. Hi. <laughs> Let's start with you because uh, you you were born here in Nashville, born and raised here in Nashville. Yes. So, and there's very few of you. I know. <laughs> so, the unicorns. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What do you think of all of us people coming in from all over the country, invading this town? I mean, I'm a nice, welcoming person, but the traffic just sucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There were billboards a couple of years ago that said, we're closed. Don't don't come anymore. Yeah. But it's something like 100, 103 people a day moving yeah. into Nashville. There's new apartments like going up every oh. day, I swear. Wait, yeah, and everywhere. High rises. You can see stuff. 12 cranes from any vantage point in uh, in Nashville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing that bothers me is when they're tearing down Music Row and these historic places to put up these high rises. That's the only thing that gets to me. Yeah. yeah. None of that was here when you were born, huh? No. No. It was still Music Row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what your mom worked on, your mom was in this band called Wild Rose. So you're yes. kind of a legacy. Yeah. Grew up in the music business, didn't you? Yeah. I have been hearing banjo since I was in the womb. So... <laughs> <laughs> Do you play instruments? Um, I play guitar, and mm-hmm. um, I can sort of play piano. Sort I'm of. not like, you know, I wish going I all over the keys, piano. but I can do chords and accompany myself. That's nice. Which is... So when you write, do you, do you write on a particular instrument, or 
Um, I I usually write on guitar, but mm-hmm. I can like use the the piano if I need to if it helps or if I like need a certain mood or like mm-hmm. more inspiration. It's helpful to go like back and forth. I think it would be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could play piano. I really do. I, I don't, but I love to to write with artists that can play the yeah. piano because it brings you to a whole new level. There's things you can do on a piano you can't do on the guitar. Yeah. You know, you can only estimate. You know, uh, Dylan. Good to have you. You. We've got something in common. Yes, we do. You're you're an Ohio boy, <laughs> just like me. O H. I O. But you grew up. <laughs> Right down the road from where I went to college, uh, from Monroe Falls, yes, and I went to Kent State University, so Golden Flash. Um, anyway, th- good to meet you. Yeah, good to meet yeah. you. <laughs> Ohio. Yeah. yeah, it's super cool there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just there, we're, we're taping this the end of uh, April, uh, the week after Easter, and I was just there in uh, in the Cleveland area, and we had snow, like every day. Yeah. In April. Yeah, I'm like, it's about that time. Just yeah. a bunch of snow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. No. I'll take Nashville any day. So, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. 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 Well, good to have you here. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, um, musical family. No? Um, kind of, yeah. Uh, my dad grew up singing. Um, I think that's where I get it from. My yeah. mom doesn't so much. She's not the best. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> back when I was younger and taking vocal lessons, um, she has a really good ear for music. So okay. she would be like, hey, you're singing this wrong. Or she would sit in my lessons and... Um, yeah, she's actually kind of the one that kind of pushed me to do music. And wow. why I came down to Nashville, I actually went to a music camp mm-hmm. at our college that they host every summer, mm-hmm. um, Camp Electric, and just fell in love with the campus. And um, I was like, I think I want to go to school here. And I, I'm, right now I'm studying, getting a commercial music degree. Commercial music. Yeah, the now songwriting what, minor. And it's okay. awesome. <laughs> so what does that all entail? <laughs> um, for me, it entails a lot of um, voice. So I'm taking vocal lessons, um, learning theory. Um, doing oral theory. I'm doing um, songwriting lessons, learning about the Nashville number system. Something mm. definitely I didn't know about before. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a whole lot of music, honestly. Now, did you write music <laughs> before you, you came? Um, a little bit. Started mm. making some leeway um, with songwriting. Definitely not the best, and I've grown since I've been here and taking the program with Dr. McLean. So that's been really awesome. Um, yeah, a little bit. Been awesome. leading worship a lot my whole life. So Have you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. To play in a worship band in Cincinnati, so oh, I like that. Wow. Good, yeah. Guitar is your main instrument. You play um, others? Yeah, guitar, mm-hmm. a little bit of piano. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, tend to write more on piano. Wonderful. Um, yeah, it just helps me to process through things. Just like being able to see everything laid out. Um, but yeah, I do. Very good. On your musical journey, where were you at? You've released some music too, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, I did a project. Um, I think it was junior. Yeah, junior year high school. Um, really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. A girl that I went to school with, uh, I guess her dad was recording this whole album. She, I don't know, like he wanted twelve songs or something, and she's like, "Yeah, he needs a singer." And so I recommended you. And I had never like wow. done recording or had any experience, so I kind of jumped into that to be able to do that and be able to see what it would be like to record in a studio. Nice. Um, yeah, and I helped him co-write everything, so learning a little bit how to work with um, other people and writing music. Um, giving melody ideas. Like I would just walk in. He's like, all right, here's my vision. Here's the lyrics. Like, what can you do? And so, yeah, I would just sing into the closet, just making up lyrics and messing around with things. And um, yeah, it was really cool. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's great. And not everybody can do that. (laughs) You also had a little musical ministry where you would play for assisted living uh, facilities, right? Yes. It must have been so rewarding. Yeah, it was really awesome. Um, My uncle kind of introduced me to that. I took lessons with him for a little bit. And as I got older, he just started reaching out to me and asking if I could help out with that. And it was just a really great experience. Definitely um, 
just learning how to perform with like different um, crowds of people and age ranges and learning how to connect with them and like using the music that I do, the more modern stuff with, I don't know, say like 70s and 80s, people that grew up in that era. Um, yeah, really cool experience. You know, it's such an important thing to learn how to connect with an audience, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Do you agree, Victoria? Have you played in live audi- in front of live audiences a oh, lot? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I imagine you have, coming from the industry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I grew up, um, when I was younger, I traveled with my parents, and we did some, like, bluegrass gospel music and would, like, just travel around different churches in America. So at a young age, I was having to just figure out how to connect with a different audience every weekend. So. You know what I love about you in reading about you is it's really important to respect uh, the music and where, where it came from. And, yeah. and, and although you um, can mix the genres a little bit uh, pop, you stay true to the roots at Absolutely. least uh, recognize that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really love old country music and old gospel um, because my grandpa, I feel like it's because of him that I love it so much. Um, when I was younger, he had Alzheimer's oh. and um, he was my next door neighbor growing up. And every day after school, I'd um, go over to their house and I'd sing for mm-hmm. him. And it was the hymns and like the bluegrass music. And he'd like remember like when I'd sing them and he'd remember my name which wasn't usually very common and stuff whenever I was singing Mm. so I feel like that's also why like the roots of like country music is like so important to me and I'll never like let go of that music has that ability doesn't it yeah for sure something (laughs) now you've got a new single out yes tell me about this song uh is this one you wrote in the project school or no no, okay. I wrote this song actually during the pandemic. That was when, like when it first hit, when everyone was like um, in yeah. lockdown, that was like when I did a lot of writing mm-hmm. um, and with my mom, obviously, because I hadn't yeah. been living at home with them. And so, so your mom co-wrote home. this song yes, with you, right? Yes, wow. she did. Um, and it is, I have been in some toxic relationships before, so mm. <laughs> it's about that. I don't need to say anything more. Anything more. It's very interesting. This is out there on uh, uh, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you find music. Yeah. I'm going to play it from YouTube right now. It's called Over Drinking. Yeah. And the, the picture of you on uh, the cover mm-hmm. uh, in this beautiful red jacket that has a story too, huh? Yes, it was my mom's. She wore it when she was doing shows and shoots For and stuff. For Wild Yeah. yeah. Wow. Beautiful jacket. It's really nice. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. I want to also encourage you to look up Wild Rose and check them out. Absolutely. I've seen videos still out there on YouTube. What a great group they were and great musicians and harmonies and just fantastic. Yes. But let's play Over Drinking. This is uh, Victoria Riley <laughs> on the Songwriter Connection.
Oh, I love the uh, slow fade. That's fantastic. Victoria <laughs> Riley Thank on the uh, Sunrider Connection podcast from Trevega University. Where did you record that? Um, at my dad's recording studio, ah, Watershed Recording Studio. Watershed. So, well, that's kind of cool. Dad's got a studio. That's nice. <laughs> Both my parents are so cool. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Wow. And they've taught you a lot. And what, what a talent. Yeah. I think we're going to hear a lot more. Remember that name, Victoria. Thank Victoria you. Victoria Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, over to you, man. He's over there smiling. I know this guy can sing because I heard him on the uh, as we were doing a little sound check. What a voice this guy has. Thank you. Yeah. Pick up that Taylor guitar and give us a little <laughs> choice of what uh, what you've done. Now, this was, uh, what, you're going to play one that we've, through this project that Dr. Kim uh, had you do this semester, right? Um. Yeah, kind of. I wrote it earlier <clears throat> in the semester. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was with her. She helped me kind of craft everything. Wow. Writing yeah. with a Dove Award winner. Huh? Yeah. What a really, thrill that must have been. Huh? It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet. But tell us about the song. Um, yeah, so just a little bit about this song. Um, what I tend to do, so I use a little bit of um, just personal experience. Because mm-hmm. for me, whenever I write a song, like if I can't, um, I don't know, I like to be able to relate to it, but be able to have... Other peer, uh, sorry, I can't talk. Wow, <laughs> I love being able to um, relate to it, so I can use just my emotions and stuff, and so that it can feel real. Yeah. But I also love just coming up with things like based off of other person's experiences. So, um, like for me, like I've never experienced most of this stuff. I'm like, there are other people that have, and um, the song's called "Walk Away," hmm. and um, yeah, it's more of like a I write pop R and B love that stuff and it's more of like a pop country um yeah kind of just happened sat down started um playing on the piano and i'm like i want to see what it'd be like on the guitar and kind of turned into like a country song but that's cool um yeah yeah what's it called (laughs) it's called walk away walk away let's hear yeah yeah I remember the driveway on the west side of the highway Where we used to spend our nights On a blanket in a truck bed Where I'd watch those stars shine through your eyes In my arms for three years When you left it almost killed me I swore happy ever after wasn't far I don't want to miss you Part of me still loves you I can't stop the rain when it wants to fall I don't want to blame you You let it go I should move on And find my way out of this storm I shouldn't waste my time Can't make you stay It's time I walk away I was waiting at a red light When you drove by His hands were on the wheel I couldn't believe it We 
wish I didn't see how you made it look so easy being with someone else. Guess our memories never meant a thing. When you left me, did you even blink? Is your happy ever after in his arms? Cause I don't wanna miss you. Part of me still loves you. I can't stop the rain when it wants to pour. And I don't wanna blame you. You let it go, I should've moved on and find my way out. Storm. I shouldn't waste my time, can't make you stay It's time I walk away I'll stop holding on and let go of these memories My heart will beat again, a garden Stop the rain when it wants to pour And I don't want to blame you You let go, I should move on And find my way out of this storm I shouldn't waste my time Can't make you stay Said I shouldn't waste my time Can't make you stay All I can say is wow, <laughs> Ohio. Home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> so many great artists out of Ohio, like Dwight Yoakam and Trent Reznor and the Black Keys. And uh, we can take you back to the Bobby Bear era and uh, Earl Thomas Kindly. And oh, this guy named Dylan Kelly, who we just heard from. Dylan, fantastic. Oh, thank what a you great so much voice for you have. <laughs> Are you still an Indians fan or another the Guardians now? The in- yeah, the Guardians. Um, <clears throat> you got to sing the National Anthem at a game, didn't you? I did. Really cool. Um, how, yeah. how neat experience is that? It was amazing. Were you nervous? <laughs> Um, because that's not the easiest song in the world to sing, is it? Oh no, no, you gotta start. no. And it was like during the, I think the period where my voice was kind of changing, so it was oh. hard to like reach notes. So I was like, I don't even know what key to do this in, but um, yeah, really fun though. Awesome, <laughs> awesome to have you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for spending some time and sharing thank your you music so much. And Victoria, you too. Uh, You're amazing, girl. Thank you. Yes. I'm a big fan, and uh, we'll be watching uh, both of you, both of you, and uh, and pulling for you. Yeah, so. Well, let me introduce you to two other fantastic artists from Trevecca University. We have Shelby Grace. Hi. And we have Bethany Frigo. Is that how you say it? Thank you so much for having us. Yes, Frigo. I don't want to get your name pronounced right. That's Italian. Frigo like the cheese. There you go. Yes. 
Well, I'm half Italian. Oh, nice. Irish Italian, you know. Yeah, I'm Irish too. You are? Yes. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Wonderful. Where are you from? Um, I grew up in State College, Pennsylvania. State College, Pennsylvania. So you're kind of right in the middle of the state. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then when I was 11 years old, we... We can be friends. I'm from Ohio. Okay, perfect. I know you and Dylan don't have a problem. No. Yeah. And then when I was 11, we moved, my whole family moved here to Nashville, Tennessee. So you've been here a little while. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen the changes in this boom town too, huh? A little bit. Yeah. It's growing so much. It's crazy. All I see is construction like all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I always tell people that the state bird is the crane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we got so many of them around here. Yes, definitely. So, Bethany, what are you studying here at uh, Trebekah? I am studying songwriting, so I'm getting the associate's degree with Dr. Kim. Um, That's great. And then after that, I plan on getting my bachelor's in commercial music. Commercial music. Yes. That's good. I think it's so great that they offer uh, that kind of study here at Trebekah. Yes, definitely. Shelby, how about you? I am studying songwriting as well in the associate's mm-hmm. degree, but I'm not continuing on with that. But um, Now, you're another one of those unicorns yeah. that, that are <laughs> from here in, in Nashville. Yeah, I know. You don't meet many of those in a day. <laughs> yeah, born and raised in Nashville. I haven't... I don't really plan on leaving. I kind of just want to stay. You love it here. Yeah, absolutely. I love it here too. Yeah. And it's like so convenient that I want to do music and I was born here. Yes. I'm very blessed for that. Yes, you are. Yeah. To be born and raised in Music City. So you've always had an interest in music, huh? Yeah. Honestly, I think that living in Nashville was one of the biggest things that drew me to music, just being surrounded by it all the time. And I just fell in love with it. And and hearing like worship in church, and I was like, "This is what I want to do." And how old were you when you first, you know, started really dis- deciding that music is your thing? Oh gosh, it's literally when I was so young, I remember watching American Idol, and mm-hmm. my mom was like, "Yeah, you could do this if you wanted." And obviously, I don't want to now because <laughs> I don't consider myself an artist. But have you ever thought about trying out for Idol? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I had less anxiety. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, just as you'll long get as- over it. Yeah. You just got to do it more and more. But listen, yeah. you've, you, you've had some success. You've been on radio, yeah, um, all over. Actually, yeah. you've done a podcast, yeah. um, which I listened to a little bit. Oh of yeah, today. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. You're getting out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think yeah, networking and meeting people is like the biggest it thing is. that I've heard with music and like. You, you also had a thrill that not too many people get. Uh, you got to play on the stage of Ryman Auditorium. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, sometimes I forget about it because it was like one of those moments that you're like, did this just happen? You know? It's so surreal. Yeah. Right? I know. One of the best experiences of my life. At for the sure. Mother Church. Yeah. And I, I can't explain to folks what it's like to stand on that stage and look yeah. up and see all that stained the, glass yes. in front of you. It's real. And I know. to hear your voice echo back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. yeah. I would love to perform there one day. Just... Again. Yeah. Again. With my music. Yeah. For sure. All yeah. the stars align. Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah. going to Manifesting it now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Throwing it out to the universe, right? Yes. Absolutely. Good. And <clears throat> let's see, uh, Brittany, now you play... Bethany. Uh, Bethany, I'm sorry. Did I say Brittany? Yes. That's, that's my old brain working. Uh, it's, it's, pardon me for that. And I won't edit it out because I want people to know how dumb I am. <laughs> Bethany, you play a lot of different instruments, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I my first instrument was cello, and I started picking. I that love up. the cello. Yes, it's a really pretty instrument. There's um, not a song that a cello can't make better. I don't think. I think I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <It's gorgeous. laughs> so that's your first instrument. Yes. Did it make it easier to learn the other ones? 
Um, or is it like learning a whole new language? I don't think it made a big difference. Um, I think it was a little bit easier just because I did grow up in a musical household. Uh-huh. And so learning, I learned uh, cello first, which is bass clef, and then flute, which is treble clef. So it kind of helped everything round out that way. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And you're going to play a song for us. Yes. And Dylan's going to back you up on the guitar. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about this song. Um, it's called Isn't It Better Now? And I co-wrote it with Grant Tudor, who graduated from Trevecca. Wow. Um, this was the first co-write I had ever done, so it was really exciting for me. But I also kind of didn't know exactly what to do, so he really helped like guide me through that and kind of show me like how he does co-writes and mm-hmm. it was really helpful and a really now, good learning experience. Co- co-writing is an interesting experience, isn't it? Yes. And, and for those who are not aware, a lot of the great songs were, were co-written, uh, mm-hmm. putting two, three heads together in the, in the same room. But it's also daunting a little bit, opening your heart and your mind to people that you don't really know all that well, but you get to know each other, don't yeah. you? And you get yes. close yeah. in a co-writing situation, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Throwing out ideas. <laughs> something you say may spark something that, that turns out to be a gem. In right, the song. exactly. So. And something you might not have thought about if you hadn't been with that other person. Yeah. So, so that's cool. Yeah. Very good. So Dylan, let's uh let's hear this song. Bethany Frigo. Songwriter connection. It's been too long. been a long time coming Yeah, I saw it from a mile away I never knew if you felt it too But you finally came around And isn't it better now? You had no clue We never talked about it But all that I knew Was that it's bound to happen You always said that we're just too close And I'd hate to say I told you so But it's been too long Mm, It's been a long time coming Yeah, I saw it from a mile away I never knew if you felt it too But you finally came around And isn't it better now? Sounds differently and I can't complain The way we fall asleep and I always wanted this kind of close With all the love that we get to show It's been too long mm, It's been a long time coming Yeah, I saw from a mile away never knew if you felt it too, but you finally came around, and isn't it better now? All I know is that I don't mind if we risk it, don't take my heart slow, cause this is an easy decision, we'll tell everyone about the news today. I can hear them now, yeah, this is what they'll say, it's been too long, ooh, it's been a long time coming, yeah, I saw it from a mile away, I never knew if you 
felt it too But you finally came around And isn't it better now Isn't it better now I think I'm better now <laughs> Thanks Bethany That's a great song yeah, Dylan for backing you up on the guitar. Yes, thank so you, Dylan. very cool. Uh, Bethany plays eight different instruments. Uh, living here in Nashville, but comes from Pennsylvania originally. Good artists come out of Pennsylvania too. You know, the very first guest on season three of the podcast was Jeannie Seeley, a fifty-five year member of the Grand Old Opry, and grew up in Titusville, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, so, and wow. a really wonderful lady. So, That's yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, Shelby. <laughs> How are you? I haven't forgotten about you. <laughs> Sitting over there watching. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who had once played on the uh, Opry stage. Uh, well, what's left of the right. Opry stage at Ryman Auditorium. Yeah. So that first three feet, did you notice how it was a different color? Yes, I do. Yeah. 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 I used to work at the Ryman. I was a tour guide and I worked in the uh, sound booth a little bit. But they took the original Opry stage and some of the boards, They the very first three um, feet of that stage are a different color and that's what's left of the old Opry stage so you got to walk on that wow, yeah with all crazy. that all those great folks yeah. you know that have played that stage yeah isn't that cool that's crazy how about that for intimidation right <laughs> but I bet you did well yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> you're gonna play a song that you wrote yes. uh, in this project tell us about that and the writing of this song yes and Maddie's gonna help you she's gonna play guitar yes I typically write on piano so you do yeah, yeah. I write pop songs so ah, okay. I think it articulates better on guitar so we need Maddie's to get a piano gal. in this room someday <laughs> investing that yeah yeah um yeah i wrote this with my friend kirsten strelly and um yeah i just had this really cool idea about um like meeting someone that you don't realize that you like until you kiss a stranger where <laughs> so anyways yeah you okay. like it. Well, that sounds interesting good what's it called again? it's called kissing strangers kissing strangers yeah. all right talking haven't really started it's too early to know optimistic looking for a reason friends taking things just slow i got caught up in the moment doing things i shouldn't with somebody else All it takes The lines got really faded Couldn't help myself And it took kissing strangers To believe it Cause it felt wrong I think I'm catching feelings Sorry that this didn't come more recent But yeah, I wish it was you Yeah, I do Oh, kissing strangers Kissing strangers, kissing strangers mm-hmm. Guilty conscious, if I'm being honest Why couldn't I say no? Wasn't sure, yeah, how I felt about you But it makes me want you more Never even knew his real name Nothing to me just got out of control Oh, feelings get me through the night 
that this ain't got no reason But yeah, I wish it was you, yeah, I do Oh, kissing strangers It's a kissing strangers Kissing strangers so catchy. It really is. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Shelby Grace on our Songwriter Connection podcast. Um, you have got your music out there, too. Yes. Uh, where can we find you? Um, on Spotify under Shelby Grace. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. a few songs out there from yeah. high school. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how about you? Don't call me Brittany Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have any music out right now, no? but um, I think as part of my capstone project, that's going to be something I'm working mm-hmm. on. So capstone that's more part. of a stay tuned type of thing. Ah, right there. <laughs> well, we will. We definitely will. One thing I have learned, and I have to, to thank you all for being on the show, um, because I've learned a lot today, too. Uh, one of the, the biggest things I've learned today is that the future of music is in good hands. <laughs> You're all wonderful and thank so you. talented. Thanks oh for spending gosh, the thank time. Thank you so much. I want to thank uh, Victoria uh, Riley, um, Bethany uh, Frigo, uh, Shelby Grace, uh, Miriam Eckerson. Ecker- Erickson, I'm going to get it out. Maddie Rose, Dylan Kelly, and of course, Dr. Kim for bringing you here. Kim, thank you so much. And all the best to you. All right. Join us next time on Songwriter Connection Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.